0: This episode, med advocates oppose expanding vet access, Boston media surfs, and Rev Clinics hearing. For some medical cannabis advocates, everything is for sale. I just want to remind you subscribe right now on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. As well, follow us on Twitter at The Young Jerks, J U R K S. And join our Facebook group, The Young Jerks on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. Definitely make sure you're part of that community. I also want to uh, make sure that you are subscribing to midnightmass.substack.com where uh, the story that we're covering tonight's podcast is in printed form. You'll see a lot of links there as well. We're going to link it in the description on this podcast, so definitely make sure you're subscribing there as well, midnightmass.substack.com, and if you really wanna support us, which keeps us going, which makes everything that we do bigger, more writers, more content, throw in some money, five bucks a month, you can subscribe. We're not trying to do a paywall over on our Substack, but subscription does give you the right to comment and set up a user account, a user profile, and the big thing it does is it keeps us producing more content for you. It's your way of contributing back to what we're doing, so please do so. Uh, We've got a lot of news tonight. We're gonna get right to it right now. Uh, First of all, reps of the leading Massachusetts patients group, the MPAA, the Massachusetts Patient Advocacy Alliance, are opposing a Beacon Hill bill that would expand veterans access to medical cannabis. And they are not alone, a medical doctor who derives income from writing cannabis recommendation, has also joined them. Next tonight, we'll take a look at the Boston media smurfing it up with see-through fear-mongering about non-exist- non-existent cannabis resales and what Cannabis Control Commissioner Shaleen Title had to tell us about it. Also in this dispatch, Big Cannabis Revolutionary Clinics expected to face major opposition in Cambridge, as well as Somerville. Two big hearings coming up in February and March. We'll be discussing that in this episode. And Horace Small for Mass Cannabis Control Commissioner. And to wrap it up, we'll share how happy we are about our four New England Cannabis Award nominations. We're really happy about this. all that in this episode. Okay, so mass medical advocates oppose expanding vet access. After Stephen Mendili was injured in Iraq in 2005, he was prescribed over 50 medications, which led to an opioid addiction and thoughts of suicide. All that changed when his, w- his wife introduced him to medical cannabis, which he credits with saving his life. Today, Stephen is a newly elected selectman in the town of Uxbridge, Massachusetts, and he's pushing to expand medical cannabis access for veterans with a bill at the State House. It's HB 4274 at the Massachusetts State House. At the hearing for the bill, 4274, veterans and Commissioner Title testified in support, but surprisingly, a few others, self-described medical cannabis advocates, were submitting testimony against the bill. Among them, Jordan Tischler, Dr. Jordan Tischler, MD, who told Mass Live in 2016 that he had recommended medical cannabis to more than 400 patients. His, in- his inhale MD practice lists a $349 annual cost for patients to receive an annual recommendation, which means Tischler's practice is earning more than six figures a year. Yes, more than $100,000 a year. And we actually think it's a lot more uh, than 400 customers, which he had in 2016. Uh, We're guessing that he's increased his practice since then. Uh, Dr. Tischler never acknowledges the financial self-interest of disabled vets paying him for recommendations. Instead, Tischler submitted written testimony claiming claiming that the bill sidesteps medical supervision It would also sidestep his $349 annual toll on patients and that a VA determination of disability is a financial decision made by an administrator and not a clinician, said Dr. Tischler. Meaning, the good doctor, the medical cannabis advocate, wants to continue to charge disabled veterans annually. Sadly, Tischler was not the only one knocking 4274. Naomi Martin of the Boston Globe reported on Twitter, medical marijuana patient Frank Shaw testified against the bill stating that, all disabled patients should be given easier access to medical cannabis, not just those that have organized groups like veterans, which is beyond strange as Frank Shaw this week was announcing the Frank's Friends Initiative He wrote, I developed this initiative to create partnerships with medical dispensaries in order to impact the lives of low-income HIV AIDS patients, a discount program which which is not for all disabled patients, which was what Frank apparently was asking for. It's kind of weird. And nothing wrong with a uh, program for HIV AIDS patients, I think that's great. I also think it's great that we support this veterans bill. That's why we find it troubling, that's why we're referencing it here. Um, because he said that, uh, you know, again, I'm gonna read what he wrote, uh, that he was against this bill because, it, uh, because he wants uh, it better for all disabled patients. All disabled patients should be given easier access to medical patients not just those that have organized groups like veterans. Well, he organized and he got a discount for HIV AIDS patients. So if he can do that, why can't veterans do the same thing? Shaw is also a supporter of the MPAA and their developmental director, Michael Tulip, who also spoke against expanding patient veteran access. So you have a patient's group again, that is uh, repeatedly blocking patient access testifying against patient access. Uh, Some recent Mass Patient Advocacy Alliance history, MPAA history. April 2017, I reported the MPAA dry stitching on caregivers and traditional delivery services to the globe and the DPH, which effectively decreased patient access. Grant Smith, who is now a contributor with us and a writer, That's how we met. His caregiver got snitched out and actually got busted and uh, got charges against him. While the MPA collected money from legal dispensaries and medical cannabis doctor offices, they were snitching out Grant Smith's caregiver, and he lost access during that period of time. In July 2019, Dan Adams of the Boston Globe reported the same MPA patient advocates had rented themselves out to Big Cannabis in Cambridge. I'm going to quote Dan Adams' story right here. To prove the point, the dispensaries and um, allied advocacy groups ba- uh, bust in dozens, bust in dozens of supporters wearing shirts with the word "patient" emblazoned on the front to Thursday's hearing on the dueling proposals. One after another, they testified that the two-year delay would be unfair to the dispensaries and made them fear losing access to needed medicine. Some appeared to be dispensary workers or said they were affiliated with the dispensaries. Most never disclosed their financial interest, I'm noting. Uh, if you wanna hear more on this, we have an interview with Steven Mendeli on H4274 for veterans. I definitely recommend you listen to that on our iTunes or wherever you listen to the Young Jerks podcast. Also, uh, another story that we're highlighting this week, there's a couple stories. Uh, it's, we call it a Boston media Smurfs. And basically the most ridiculous stories of the week were a pair of stories. One was Pot Shop warned to watch out for Smurfs and Loopers from the Boston Herald. And that was followed up by another ridiculous story from the WBZ radio, and that was Marijuana Stores on the Lookout for Smurfs. Uh, they both hyped the authorities with the Massachusetts uh, Attorney General's Office in the Massachusetts Cannabis Control Commission were warning dispensaries about customers purchasing legal cannabis for dispensaries and a surfing looping scheme that makes no financial sense at all. To anybody that we could find on the internet, everyone understood that this was a joke, except for the two reporters. Uh, who buys, because, you know, basically this boils down who buys cannabis at 400 to $500 an ounce? or even $300 an ounce at a dispensary to sell it on the black market on the street for half that price, because that, the, the price is half the price in the street, so there's no, it's like going to uh, Massachusetts, buying cigarettes for $90 a carton to try to sell them in New Hampshire for 65. It doesn't make sense, you know, it just it's reversed economically stupid. Uh, so everyone questioned that right away, of course, And uh, we asked Commissioner Title about this because it mentioned the Cannabis Control Commission, and we couldn't believe that there would be any incidents of this. And Charlene Title confirmed it to me. She said, I've heard no reports of this happening in Massachusetts. And she also had this to say about this uh, on Twitter. She wrote right back to one of the reporters, "Um, did you just completely make this up out of nowhere? I don't think you're allowed to do that. She was trolling them. Unbelievable. Cannabis Control Commissioner trolling fake news on Twitter. She has to do that quite a bit in Boston because the reporters don't even check out their stories. And even when they're wrong, they don't respond, which is crazy. Like we've been wrong. Sometimes Shalene has even noted when we're wrong, but the thing that we do is we fix it, respond to it. I've yet to see any of these reporters respond on Twitter to their uh, factually incorrect story. We uh, found out and we already suspected that this was uh, some kind of sales scheme, press release. Dan Adams said already oh, really confirmed it, but we had already got some information of the same. And you know, it's not exactly out of nowhere. The reporters seem to have reprinted a press release from a, I'm calling it a smurf firm, <laughs> that hopes to sell the Cannabis Control Commission uh, new cannabis sales tracking software for the recreational sales. So they fell for the old press release, the old fake press release to drum up a issue that didn't exist for business for a private company. Gee, we've done that a a lot this on this show uh, with the medical cannabis advocates on all ends of the spectrum. Okay, next one. And that's why you should be supporting the young jerks in Midnight Mass because we do have some uh, financial supporters, but we always let you know who they are. And our commentary and coverage will never be swayed by any of it. We'll tell an advertiser to F off before uh, we change anything on this program. Uh, another thing that we're going to write, uh, talk about tonight is big cannabis. Rev. Clinics, Cambridge, and Somerville hearings. Revolutionary Clinics has a hearing on the Cambridge Special Permit set for February 11th, which is coming up, February 11th, and another one in Somerville on March 11th. Expect heat from economic empowerment applicants and the Massachusetts Recreational Consumer Council, who posted on Facebook, Rev. Clinics recently filed a lawsuit ruling no economic priority Period shall be recognized on any Massachusetts municipality going forward. Is this a company you want to see represented in our communities? Join us and make your voice heard. All right, we're getting to the end. Now we're going to talk about Horace Small. Horace Small, uh, Sunday, 5 p.m., he'll be live on the Young Jerks Super Bowl Sunday at your pregame, 5 p.m., Young Jerks, with guest Horace Small. We're going to uh, watch it on Twitter and Facebook at The Young Jerks. We're going to be discussing the campaign that Ed D'Souza started to get Small appointed to the CCC. And we're going to share some news, what Marty Walsh had to say about it. So this Sunday, 5 p.m., Horace Small. We're really excited for this interview and meet Horace Small. Make sure you call in and listen. Finally, we are dancing around tonight and this week for what this community has done for us recently and uh the value i think that we're bringing and and we're really happy with the work that we're doing and uh the four any can nominations confirm it we got two new england can nominations for the young jerks this is the new england cannabis convention coming up at the boston Heinz convention center knee can for all your info on that, we're going to link that. We're going to ask you to vote for us. We got nominated four times for this year's New England Cannabis Convention Community Awards, which will be held at the Heinz Convention Center in March. Two nominations for the Young Jerks: Best Podcast and Best News Source, uh, which we won last year. We got, we got the same two nominations for the show last year, and last year we won Best News Source. What we'd like to see is we'd like to see us win both of those this year, especially the Best Podcast, uh, and but. What's really awesome this year, a couple things are really awesome. Number one thing, you know, besides the two nominations for The Young Jerk, is we got two more for myself this year. Uh, Yes, I'm nominated. I'm also nominated for Best Cannabis Activist in Massachusetts, as well as for a Lifetime Achievement Award, which is crazy. I have been doing this for 20 years. Not the show, but you know, we have been doing the shows for almost 10 years now, so it's been uh, a long ride. We've been doing a lot of stuff, and it's crazy. I guess I am old now. We're getting nominated for Lifetime Achievement Awards, but the really exciting, even more exciting, is how many of our past guests... Writers, our community that we write about in Dig Boston and Midnight Mass, and that we feature on the Young Jerks show, live show, and the podcast, and with the phone calls, so many of them were nominated at this at this award show uh, from the cannabis space, and we're really happy to be a part of that and to support them and to see them get nominated and honored and recognized and seen, and knowing that a lot of them uh, did their a lot of them did their first or you know one of their first. Media appearances with us and to help them get the word out, and that's our purpose. We're really happy to do that for good people, uh, good campaigns, good activists, good business people. We have our purpose, and that's what we're really excited. So, if I have one ask of you today, it's to follow us on MidnightMass.substack.com, rate and review, subscribe on iTunes, and yes definitely send us money on midnightmass.substack.com. You can do an annual membership all at once, or you can do a $5 a month. That really takes us to the next level. Anything you can do is much appreciated. We have some great writers, Grant Smith. You saw uh, Peter Bernard writing for us towards the end of this year, as well as some other folks. Uh, We're really happy about where we're going. Irving uh, had a great piece just a few weeks ago. Uh, We are trying to pay some of our writers We're trying to compensate them even the smallest amount financially for their contributions, for their time. And uh, the way that we do that and make sure that it sustains itself is for you to support us with those $5 contributions. So we want to thank everybody all the supporters who have been contributing to us recently we really appreciate that that's what's getting us to uh create more content and keeps us excited so again i want to thank everybody and i want to hopefully hear from you on sunday with the young jerks live show super bowl sunday 5 p.m with horace small and myself and your phone calls so we'll see you then mike crawford and i want to thank uh my big charlie dog who's sitting right next to me uh, in the beginning, it might have been a little shaky in the recording because we don't do any editing on the live you know, shows and even on the podcasts that we record. We just go live. We don't edit. We just put it out there as quick as we can. And I have Big Charlie here. Uh, he was not my dog. He's the dog I'm watching. And he was a little anxious. And I've just been petting him the whole time just to calm him down. And I think he enjoys the podcast. I think he likes listening. And he hasn't barked once. So... Thank you, Charlie, and thank you for our listeners. We'll see you on Sunday, 5 p.m. I almost said 6. That was the old time. 5 p.m. Young Jerks Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. We'll see you then.